Welcome to another episode of the Daniel White Show. Today we have two special guests. One you know, and one you probably don't know unless you do know him. The motherfucking Caleb motherfucking Reed, aka Wrist, the greatest for now. The greatest. He's gonna fight the person who owns. <laughs> Look, he's gonna, he's gonna he's gonna fight the person that owns Wrist on Instagram. You think you could change your bio? And I'm not going to keep DMing you. You are sadly mistaken. <laughs> and we have Jacob Beeson in here who helped start Free Pizza and Daniel White Show. So Jacob's a known person, but he's my best buddy. And he's here. God dang it. First time on the Daniel White Show. Is it the first time? I thought it was on one. Uh, the Daniel White Show? Oh, Maybe this is the first. I'm drunk. Yeah. I think it's the first one on the yeah, Daniel White Show, bro. Maybe it is, yeah. Welcome. This show is a lot more looser than Free Pizza. Well, so. I had to be on it because I got uh, threatened <laughs> yeah. by wrist. And <laughs> let everyone know that Jacob cannot cuss. I'm not allowed to, or I have to cash out them a dollar. We are each, and I, I, I'm, I'm a music producer. I will be adding up. I, <laughs> Keep that, it in your head, dude. Yeah. You think I don't need them dollars, you are, dude. We seven, both need those dollars, seven, dude. Exactly. We're both are a music producer, so you gotta Stop have them dollars. Yeah. yeah. So as he said, he's a record producer. We'll talk about all he does in a minute. But before we get super started, um, I'm gonna have you pick a number. And I have an icebreaker question that we're going to all answer honestly. Okay. One through a hundred. Ooh. Any number. 77. Okay, 77. All right, 77 says, which fictional character would you want by your side during a zombie apocalypse? Oh, man. You can go first, then Jacob. Okay. Fictional character. Look, I'm... There's a zombie apocalypse. That's a tough That's a really so, good question. It's such a good question. Yeah. There's, so there's, good. there's soft music playing in the background so people can chill. Um, <laughs> it's a good time on that one. You've read a lot of books. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it could be a TV show, too. I'm going to go with Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. <laughs> and not Rob Schneider. I want to be clear. I am not, not talking Schneider. about Rob Schneider. I'm talking okay. about Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Because... <laughs> The man's got himself out of some pretty sticky situations. I think he'd have my back pretty good. Okay. I think he's got me. Okay. Right. I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to deflect. you got to go first. Okay. It's your show. Um, I'm going to say fiction the character. This is actually a really, really good question. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to say, and this is surprising. I'm not going to say that because that's too, too much of a given for me. I was going to say Dean Thomas, but everyone knows I love Dean Thomas. Um, he's a black guy on Harry Potter. If you didn't know that, um, I'm gonna get someone else. Um, he's the I, only black character in Harry Potter, right? Uh, there's three. Okay, J.K. Rowling, really? you motherfucker, you, you racist piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> Bad enough, you're a fucking turf. <laughs> and we just got a dollar, by the way. Uh, oh. oh yes, yes. Okay, that's all right. We're at, we're at a dollar. So we're three minutes in, and now you a dollar. Cool. Okay, this awesome. is gonna go bad, dude. I'm gonna say freaking Gandalf. Yeah. Wouldn't that be badass? Yes. You shall not pass. And we kill all the zombies That's or it, die. I'll die. probably die. But. Well, if he dies, he'll just come back. So I, he's probably not going to be as worried. Very freaking true. God dang it. Or easy fiction. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's real. You go come back. As, well, you're already Daniel White. I guess you'd come back as Daniel the Great. Da- oh, I like that. There you go. Yeah, I like that. Okay, Lord of the Rings. There we part go. four. Free Daniel the Black Great. People. <laughs> Black people. Part Black four. People. <laughs> Talking, talking to black. Right. That's amazing. I All mean, right. like obvious answer, I'd go with any like superhero, clearly because you know fictional character. Okay. But if I was being like more realistic, as far as you know something unrealistic like the zombie apocalypse, let's say like a 
one of the wilderness guys from like a Jack London book. <laughs> okay. Like really? Call of the Wild. I mean, those dudes are like great. Book. Yeah. Yes. yeah, like they're yeah. living like the Alaskan wilderness. If you, can, if you can do that, you can probably make it anywhere. You know. But who are you to say that the zombie apocalypse isn't going to happen? Well, I mean, Riss has been around. Very true. You've been watching me watch all those stupid YouTube things oh, of dude. like the. You yeah. gotta link up with him. <laughs> Wait, which one? The, <laughs> built, the guy building the, the yeah cabin? primitive tools. You that saw that is one? Badass. We were we were it. watching another one. Uh, Mike and I were watching another one when Caleb came over the other day, and it, it was like this like Swedish like teenager. He's like probably a high schooler building a cabin from the ground up. What? I thought I sent it to you. I guess you I did. No. It's, it is absolutely wild. Like he cuts down the trees. Yes. He harvests. Window. Yeah. He harvests the. Yeah. The window guy. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. And he was like working on it for like a year. He was building this log cabin. Like you could tell. And he was only using like essentially hand tools. The best part about those videos is the what the was the ASMR or whatever. It's just oh yeah. The, always. The, oh yeah. It's the noise of the environment. Yeah, the all of yeah, and it's chopping. Just like, there's no words, no, no one's yeah, talking, dude. there's no music. Oh, it's beautiful. I dude. get sucked into those things, and I will just, it'll, I'm, I'm it'll going, take up some time. For yeah. Me. When we watched, I was like, almost super just... Uh, it's a trance. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. in a trance. That's what it was. I was in a trance, just like, what the hell am I... Okay, this is badass. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yet, next thing you know, it's like a two-hour video, wasn't it? The original one? <laughs> oh, the original, yeah. But, I mean, that was cut down. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it like two hours. hours but, of material yeah. on his channel or something. That's amazing. Okay. It's, cra- it's crazy that. how many of those people there are too. Uh, I mean, you, the, the YouTube algorithm. Once you go down that rabbit hole, it's like everybody's out here just building shit, dude. For <laughs> us, cool shit. Yeah, they're doing cool shit. Like our friend Alec got me on those type of videos <laughs> with the old army rations and the stuff like that. Oh like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out Hot Basic. I was like, what in the world are we watching? I was like, damn, it's been two hours. And yep. I'm, I'm into this stuff. I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like gross. if you can get like through the first five minutes. You just you've committed your entire afternoon. You're not doing anything else. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's like as a kid, I don't know if you watch these, but remember the um infomercials where you would watch the houses go by on that blue screen? Oh yeah. Looking like PBS Channel Four shit. Yeah. You'd be like, Man, this is why am I watching this? It's like that's a cool house. And you're like ten years old. And you're just like, Why what am I doing? You know what I'm saying? I forgot what <laughs> I forgot wait, why wait, I was I'm watching 10. that stuff. I'm wait, wait, wait. They could put like house listings on TV when I, I didn't have cable growing up, so it would be on like one of the local channels. I was like, This is crazy, man. I would love that house. Yeah. Oh look, PBS was Dude, shout out to PBS. Thank, thank God for PBS, because I didn't have cable you either. You didn't have cable either? Okay, yeah. yeah. And yes. Dude, PBS is a treasure. It Rainbow, was the only thing, because look, after a certain, especially in the daytime, okay, you don't have cable, it means you don't have Nickelodeon, it's your kid, you, I nope. mean, I mean, you're going to like watch Matlock all day or something. Like, <laughs> at well, least well PBS first and foremost, nothing's wrong bone. with that. At, look, I want to put this out here to, if somebody can tell me where to illegally stream, or legally stream Matlock, Dude, you please, can- Risk at Risk the Greatest on Instagram. Let me know <laughs> free about beat. Matlock. Free beat? I've been looking. Free beat. Free oh, beat? You, okay. I'm trying to stream Matlock. I've been looking. Try, I, we're going we're gonna to find someone to find you, Matlock. You give him a free I, beat. I got you. You got to make it from scratch. It will be. Okay. Matlock was Andy Griffith, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yes. Dude. Yeah. Okay. I need it's got to be somewhere. I need to remix the Matlock theme song now. Ooh. Oh, that's, my, that my, is the free those beat. Those horns, dude. Mm-hmm. That might actually be fire. That might bro. be super yeah. fire. Sample that. Oh my gosh. Maybe Daniel gets on track. I. You know what? If, so, if you, I would. 
The jiggle song I just sang, actually. Look. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. You check your email when you wake up tomorrow. <laughs> you are going you're gonna be up till three in the Second morning in, remixing. And I didn't even Matlock. register what he said to me until his, his shoulders started. I was yep. like, "You know what I'm saying?" <laughs> on the dingling again. I know what he's saying, dude. That's what I is, man. Dude, okay. Well, we'll find someone to find you that. But before we get into it again, yeah. into the meat of it, I want to talk about how you two met. Because I met, I know Jake, I know you because of Jacob. Yeah. Uh, Twenty years ago. Yeah. Something like 8, that. Eight thousand years ago. Yeah. Um, I've known his brother for a long time. Shout out to Justin. And I guess he finally let him out of whatever dark room he kept you in. Yep. I didn't even know he had a brother. He's like, yeah, I'm in a band with my brother. I was like, you have a, you have a brother? Is, is this designer <laughs> or before? Uh, this is designer. Oh, yeah, because we, we started Gilgamesh hanging AD? out at you the warehouse. No, 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 no. I wasn't weren't in Gilgamesh. No, I wasn't in Gilgamesh. Okay, I remember, I remember okay. Jacob being in that band. I remember that band. Uh, yeah. Who was in that band? Uh, Who was in that Ryan band? Winston, Derek Collins, Corey Yow. That's right. Shout out all you idiots. Gilgamesh AD? Gilgamesh BC. BC. Oh, BC. yeah. BC, that's Ryan. what it was. Yeah. Yes. I remember that band. Gilgamesh Holy BC. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. No bass it was, player. It was designer then. It was. Yeah. yeah. It was designer. Okay. okay. And I'm a, I am the biggest fucking designer fan ever to this <laughs> day. Fantastic band. I used to hit this dude up once a year because I'd lose I was like can you send me the designer album and finally one day I get a message and it's Jacob he's like hey man it's uh, on Spotify I finally I finally put it on Spotify for you yes (laughs) I'm not joking every year I was like hey dude my hard drive crashed can you please send me the album again and he did every time yeah every time but the that that was the best message ever he's like hey man it's up on Spotify Jacob would just randomly come out of nowhere. Hey, dude, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hit me up every year for that shit. Quit. Dude, heck yes, man. I'm not selling my designer username. I don't have that. I know. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you're yeah. like, I'm done. Man. Like, I, but I do appreciate it. I, I love if that. I had, if I had the designer username. Oh, man. That would be freaking cool. <laughs> What a Dude. great band name too, by the way. It is such man, a great I was, band. I but at the same time, it was the worst because you couldn't find it. Like SEO, like Googling. Oh yeah. Oh, you couldn't. Oh, I mean, even designer, when you go on, yeah. even when you go on, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. also we came out like two or three years before the Panda song, the rapper okay. designer. Designer, yes, yes exactly. Dude, yeah, it, it was the worst. As soon as that guy came out, everybody was like, "Oh man, he's got the same name as you." We we're like, "No, nah, we didn't notice." It's like we yeah. know. Yeah, no, nah, we didn't. We haven't heard that from everyone. Literally one hit wonder. He, I've heard nothing else he from. He's gone. Look, like, what I, the hell? I love Future. Don't need another one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Actually, well, yes. Bro, one of the greatest thing I ever saw on Twitter was somebody's like, "Y'all just gonna listen to the same Future album over and over and over?" And somebody said. Yep. And that's exactly <laughs> how I feel. I don't Dude, need seriously though, yes. Just yep. be future. Put out that. I, I'm I'm fine. Dude, I'm with it. But even more reason why we don't need, there should not be two futures. Yeah, he's something nope. just like him. It was some, look, I thought Designer was the producer. Because I was like, oh, that's, yeah. because I thought it was a future song. I was like, oh, so Designer, I guess he's the producer. I guess he made the. This is weird. Right, right, right. And everybody was like, and then it was like, oh, no, this is not Future. I was like, Future's not going to feel too great about that. Dude, I'm sure he was freaking pissed. I would be. That's it was just cool. so much. I was like, wow, this is a little too derivative there. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> so you guys met during the scene days then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Heck, yeah. Uh, I was right into any shows. Yeah. 
You obviously went to shows, right? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. and look, I think I went to shows when I was real young. Okay. And okay. then I started making beats when I was probably like 18 or 19. So I was in some bands here and there, would go to shows, I'd go see his band. But I was kind of already like still loving the music, but I didn't go to a lot of shows. Gotcha. I mean, I was, yeah. I started going to shows when I was like 14, man. About 33 Uprising. Remember before my, before my time then. Yeah, like I was at the first Between the Buried Me show ever. Okay, oh, really? Yeah. Holy God, Dude, that's awesome. Great Between the Buried Me show. So we go to the show. It was amazing. Of course. We go to like Waffle House after, of course. Sounds about right. And we're talking about how great it is. And my buddy's like, oh, what was it? I wasn't that impressed. <laughs> I was like, what are you even talking about? Like what? And it's like his favorite band now. But I was, I was just like, remember when you were like sixteen and you saw their first show? Saw their and first and show. you were not impressed. I was like, what? That's I didn't even hilarious. know what to think. I was like, yeah, all right, this is, this is a weird conversation. After, I mean, I was so euphoric after. It was insane. Yeah, that show yeah, was yeah. insane. Dude, I'm so jealous. I didn't see them till way, way, way after that. And of course, everyone that was kind of when everyone was kind of like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I said, and I since Jacob other, I didn't see it to you, but no, I didn't tell you about the track they put out. Yeah, colors. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a really interesting record. But um, anyway, back back to you. Colors two is coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They put out a single last week. Wait, that that's the one, like the cabaret. Like, uh, was, I forgot what it's called. Ja- it was like jazzy cabaret type. But it's great. Yeah, I, it's, it's funky they as just heck. put it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's super okay. funky. And it's like so has organs in the beginning. Too. Yeah, it's on an album called Colors 2. Cool. I think it comes out in August. Nice. Um, but anyway, so you started doing making beats when you were 18. Yeah. Really? Yep. I so got, what drove you to do that? I just always wanted to, man. I, de- I started DJing. Really? And, yeah, I, de- I started DJing when I was 18, and I loved it. And then I was just like, this is cool, but I'm ready to make like my music. Right, so, so you didn't use other people's songs and like parties and stuff. Exactly, exactly. Nice. And then I got a little Doctor Rhythm drum machine and uh, a Boss sampler, and it was just kind of off the races after that. Oh shit! So can you, yeah. for, for me, because I, I know a little bit about because we have friends who uh, DJ and stuff. What is what is a sampler? Okay, so a sampler is essentially you're just so especially like with records, I would hook it up to my turntables. And it's just gonna take the audio from it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And then I can chop it. Gotcha. Okay. I've it. seen that in like rhythm roulette or whatever. Yes. It's, there's a YouTube. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That's Mass Um I've seen it's a lot a of producers show, do that. Freaking God. awesome. Awesome. I'm like nice Such wonder a and great bunch of insane people. Concept for a. That's the one where they they're like they pick out five records blindfold. Blindly. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a great show. Beats. But yeah, it's a great show. Dude, um, so jealous I didn't think of that. That's freaking awesome. Um, but were you listening to a lot of hip hop back then, or what really yeah. drove you to really making yeah. beats? Well, really, look, my brother, as Jacob probably, I mean, my brother was really into hip hop more than me growing up. But the first CD I ever had was Bone Thugs and Harmony, Eternal 99. Okay. So yes. I was like, I grew up with Joe's Witness, by the way. Really? Yeah, dude. How did that work? It did not because I am not a Joe's Witness anymore, okay. so it didn't work. <laughs> it was both thugs in harmony. Dude, my cousin came up to me, and he is from he's from Oregon. He's like, "Hey, I know you're not allowed." I was like nine or ten. He's like, "I know you're not allowed to get birthday presents." Here you go, and he hands me a fucking Hootie and the Blowfish CD. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, what? what are you? Is this a joke? He's like, 
He's like, just listen to it. And I open it up, and it's Bone Thugs and Harmony. And, you know. No way. And I was like, and it just, that really, I was just like, I mean, to this, I mean, that might be my favorite album of all time to this day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. it is. And so that, I think that's what started. And my mom, my parents were really young. My mom was a big R&B head in the 90s. All she, I mean, Tony, 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 mm. Joe to see, yes. all that. Like, my mom was into all that. And Motown. So it was like, I had already loved it. And then, I don't know. I think sometimes with that, it's like, it's not, like, everybody knows you can go play drums. Right. Everybody knows. Like, I had to get the knowledge, like, oh, I can, like, this is how I can make this music, and this is how I can do this. Yeah. So yeah. I think once that happened, it was kind of a wrap for me with everything else. I just knew. That's wild. Yeah. So, question, this is Jehovah, Jehovah's Witness question. Yes. Are you allowed to listen to that type of music? Is that, that's like a strict, is it? Are you really well, look, there, I from what I remember, nobody was too strict on music. Everybody was always listening to the radio. Okay, but songs were getting switched. Okay, if there was any kind of anything, cuss words. It was like, yeah. I mean, look, my again, my parents were really young, so I didn't have to deal with that kind of problem. And they were both kind of into cool music. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like my dad was into like '90s alternative rock. And my mom was, like I said, she was in all the early 90s R&B. Yeah, um, little nature. So it was like, I didn't have to, I kind of lucked out on that. But my cousins, my friends, and so, I don't I don't remember ever seeing those CDs. Not, wow. Like, really, not really. Like, here and there, if it was, but it, it if they had it, it was probably approved by the family. Oh, cookie cutter. gotcha. Like, who do you in the blowfish without bone thugs in the case? Like actually, who do you in the blowfish? That was probably acceptable. That is an incredible introduction <laughs> to bone thugs and harmony Dude, I've ever heard in my life. I was just so I was like, I was like, this dude's making fun of me. I was like, he's he's clowning on me right now. I was like, I don't, I do not want this. Yeah, you put it in, you're like, okay, this is exactly what I want. Yes, blast, oh, straight up, mind mind fuck. You're like, what the heck is this? This is crazy. And I I literally wore that CD out. It did not play, I, and I would never take it out of my little portable CD player because I didn't want nobody ever find it. Mm -hmm. So it stayed in there, and I literally just played it till I was like, "Oh, this doesn't work anymore." Right, it right, just doesn't. right. That's insane. Dude. So what drove you to want to DJ? Did you just like the way? Because obviously producing yeah. DJ and two different things. So totally. did you just want to. I just I wanted to just be in that spectrum of music. I and I, I knew like I threw I threw a lot of parties. Um, when I was 17, 18, 19, like, and, you know, I just kind of wanted to do that. I so was like to, being like that. I wanted to be the guy. Okay. You got to make people groove and dance exactly. and all that stuff. And you're like, okay, exactly. I want to make my own stuff. And then you got your exact. And, boss and, sampler and then vinyl. Yeah. Yep. Really? Um, so, so, so what, what? I, yeah, well, it started out the first piece I made, I sampled yeah. from other, from just like old hip hop was made. Like I sampled from. Motown stuff. Yes. I'd find breaks in weird, you know, just weird rock records, like whatever I could find. Yeah, yeah. And I would buy vinyl from the bands that we all grew up on. Like, I oh, remember sampling yeah. Shy Halud and stuff like that. What? Oh, yeah, bro. For beats? Yes. Oh, my God. I wish I still had that. <laughs> oh, beat. you don't have them anymore? No. I mean, uh. this is, I mean, probably not. That's God. okay. That's because, okay. because those two, it was this. It was a drum machine, so it was like a, 
I didn't even know how to get them tracks off of that thing. Yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. idea. So, um, and with the drum machine, sorry to cut you off. With a drum machine, so you can record into the drum machine and just do the things. Yes. But it wouldn't be. Um, it's not digital, really. It's just inside of that machine. Well, no, it is digital, but it's inside of that machine. Like, how, it, how would you get it out? I don't even know, bro. That was a great question. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, would, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'm sure I had a memory card, and you could probably bounce it out onto your computer. Back then, it was probably a process. Dude, that sounds so tedious. Yeah. And look, luckily, I sucked. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was never... I was... And I think it's important to be self-aware. I mean, I realized, I was like, these are terrible. Probably yeah. the best I can't get these off here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. But then, you know, one day, I I was living in Rain Tree Apartments in High Point. And Rain Tree Apartments? Oh, dude. What street was that on? The one right behind that Win Dixie. What street is that? Fucking sketchiest place in High Point, or it used oh, to be. Oh, by the Domino's. Yes. Um, right Kirkwood. It's yes. something like that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right Holy there. crap. That was fucking yeah. super sketchy. Dude. Well, look. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can say this, but I, I used to... I sold drugs. All right, man. Look. And What's wrong with that? That's the only place you can get a place when you don't... I, I had no check stubs. Oh, yeah. No way so of proving your income. Wow. That's crazy. Crazy. So I lived in Raintree for years. Yeah, I remember my brother walking in my apartment. He's like, "Yeah, this, this is the same apartment." I was like, "Same apartment? What?" He's like, "Them dudes got robbed at gunpoint up here." And blah blah blah. I was like, "Great, oh, <laughs> thanks, fam. Great, thanks, dude." One of my best friends used to work at the Domino's. That's right there, and they. I used to work at that Domino's. Did you really? What's wow. your friend's name? Um, Stephen England, but Zach... Stephen England's the homie. What's up, Stephen? What he, what? We work together. Are you serious? Dead serious. I love and that Zach dude. Gray. Yeah. Oh, oh my, Zach Gray. Oh my yeah. God. Really? Dead ass. Did you work there with Zach? I don't think I worked there with Zach. Because he, he used Cause, to be at a different location. Because Stephen was... I, got, I think I trained Stephen. You probably did. I think I trained... But me and him were... We lived right down the street from each other. We hung out a lot. Yeah, we Stephen... Were, we were boys. Holy crap, that's crazy. Yeah. Steven lived, right? He's hanging with Steven all the time, too. Yeah. That's freaking crazy. Steven, Steven's cool as hell, man. I, yeah. I, uh, I haven't talked to him in years, but yeah, he's we, were, we were really tight. You know? yeah, we were, yeah. He was, uh, yeah, I got fired from that Domino's because they, like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, come deliver in the snow. I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Heck no. I'm not doing that. Oh, my that. God. Dude, that's crazy. Oh, Small yeah. freaking world. Smallest yeah. world in the world, dude. Okay. Yeah, small uh, interjection here, but a uh, shout out to Stephen England for letting Daniel sleep on his couch for months. Uh, hey. Yes, I slept on his couch down the street on, in Spring Garden. because so he's didn't out here? No, he's in Ohio. Okay. okay. Yeah, but in college. Oh, really? oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in college, I didn't have a car, and shout out to Jacob for taking me to work a lot back then. Yep, but yep. Um, I slept on his couch for months and months and months and months, so I finally uh, slept and got a car. Um, he saved my ass a lot of times actually over the years. So good old Steven. Shout out Stevie England, bro. Dude, that is that hilarious. Is I'm gonna call him every day. I'm like, dude, holy shit. Dude. <laughs> oh man. He was yeah, he was <clears throat> that dude was a little bitch, man. In the, <laughs> in the best way. That dude used to that dude way. used to piss people the fuck off. Dude. <laughs> Me and him were reckless of that Domino's dude, too. I've we, heard stories. Because look, he he cared. And then once I quit caring because it, he, we were just like we were just we did whatever we wanted. Dude, he talking about smoking back there, drinking. He talking Dude. about all that kind of stuff. Drinking, right? yeah. 
I was always like, you're crazy. In the back, and he was a fucking delivery driver. Look, yeah. I mean, obviously, this is years ago, people. First yeah. of all, this is years ago. We're not condoning this stuff. We're not condoning. But we were young and dumb at all, all one point. So. I mean, he was probably like 18 tops. Yeah, he was. That was his first job. <laughs> tops. Yeah, it was his that first was job. first job, dude. Holy yeah. crap, this is crazy. I remember my boss being like, kid's first job I was like everybody's first job should be a pizza place hire the kid what are you talking about yeah you can get another 40 year old driver in here who's just angry at fucking everything all the time cause that's what it is like dude I was like get the young kid in here who seems kinda cool that's not gonna be pissed every day yeah and he just is like very carefree that's crazy yeah so, oh, anyways yes awesome I know what part you're talking about um Oh, yeah, so I got a computer. I got a laptop. Yeah, you got a laptop. Okay, that's what I was getting to next, yeah. And so I bought the laptop off this guy. I don't know. What was oh, up that, sound, that sounds super sketchy. Oh, dude. <laughs> so, and I had Fruity Loops on it. Okay? Really? I had Fruity Loops on it. That was awesome. So I went in, bro. Well, one day, good old Rain Tree, I hear a knock at the door that I knew was police. <gasps> they kicked the door in. No way. And somebody snitched or said something to somebody. And I I bought some other stuff from this dude, too. And, I mean, obviously, I knew it was stolen. It was hot. Yeah. Whatever. I didn't know. Whatever. Cops came, and they had me in handcuffs for possession of stolen property. And I said, can I get my beats off that computer, please? Y'all, the cop. <laughs> what did High Point Police? He looked do? at me. He said, "What the fuck did you just say?" <laughs> I said, "Can I get my beats off that computer, please?" He goes, "You're going to fucking jail, man. <laughs> this is not your computer." I was like, "Bro, I paid for it. I didn't steal it. I paid for it." He's like, "We'll find out." Oh my god! Dude, when it, he really, he genuinely, he was like. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> like, didn't even know what I was talking about. What the? Get your beats? What are you talking about, yes. dude? Get your beats off this computer. That's hilarious. He was, and he just stayed, the longest there. He's like, "You're going to fucking jail. <laughs> what are you? you? Need to be asking me other questions." God, dude. Okay, so you got your laptop confiscated. So you I got didn't get the beats off. And look, my homie who bailed me out. He told me, he's like, hey, bro, I've got a shithole Toshiba computer. Dude. He had yes. like five of them. So, again, with the stolen computer, I just could not get away from it. But he he just gave it to me. And it had Reason on there. Okay. So oh, wow. So I converted. And I just, I've been using Reason ever since. Even to this day? To this day. No I still way. love Fruity Loops. And I can still use it. But right. I just got so ingrained. Yeah. Like, I was just, that was... I just got so used to it. Dude, that's crazy. Dude, great. And that was about the time YouTube was kind of popping off a little bit. So yeah. at least like I was able to look at and look at tutorials. So mm. I got to know reason quick. That's right. Yeah. Wow, so this is probably 2009, 10? Probably, yeah. Okay, that sounds about right. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's freaking wild, dude. dude. Crazy. Holy moly. So what were you... Where, <laughs> What were your influence, uh, inspiration on the beats back then? Like, what were you kind of making? Were, oh, bro, were you, I mean, like, look, looking at somebody? My route, my Mount Rushmore, I mean, it definitely back then was Dilla. Okay, I was going to ask um, you if you listened to, I feel like yeah. everyone. I mean, Dilla is, Dilla. I mean, it's fucking Dilla. Man. Yeah, that's and, true. And then, I mean, hmm. I don't know if like Kanye was like a big 
deal back in. That no, was kind of when he was like on the rise. But yeah, I mean, he's definitely on my map because I mean, I I think I, I model everything I the way I think about music is absolutely modeled by Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. I mean, five beats, five beats a day for three summers. That line changed my life. Dude, yes, I remember that. Be actually, I mean that. Remember that line actually? Yeah, and yeah. it changed my. I was like, okay, this is what it is. This is what it takes. Gotta work. And and he's the best idea in the room. Yeah, guy, which I love. I yeah. love that. You know, he's as big of an ego as he has. I think artistically, he is really able to like soak in good ideas and collaborate. And yeah. I just really like that. So yeah, Kanye, Dilla. I mean, hmm, back then. I think you used back in those days. Yeah. Oh, who was, uh, oh my gosh. Oh, Swiss Beats. Okay. I was like, Swiss, Swiss Beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, maybe Pharrell. Oh my God. I, I, you gotta mention Pharrell. Neptune's Pharrell. nerd, dude. Well, I mean, he was, they were, I loved them, but back then I feel like I hadn't, I didn't know when NERD and all that stuff was first going on. I didn't really know that he was making all the beats like that. Oh, know? really? So, yeah, because it was just like, oh, I loved it. I mean, bro, I'll, I'll never forget the first time I saw the video for what uh, I'm a, because I'm a rider. That first single they had, Ooh, what was that where he's just called? riding a bike. Yeah, yeah. And I was, obs- I was like, this is, this is it, bro. Dude, this dude is weird. This is a weird. I love that song to this day. That's probably still my favorite NERD song. Did he make classics? Classics. Hundred, hundred percent. That dude's on a different planet. And then their planet. second album was a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. And they and I was like, wow, these dudes are just doing whatever they want. And like, as a, especially as a producer of that album, even though I don't listen to it as much, it really I think opened me up as a beat maker. Just like, like, yeah, okay, I don't have to. I don't have to the box. Do, yeah, I don't have to. Anything no, you, that anybody else is doing, I can do whatever I want. Right, yeah, crazy guitars, crazy drums, yeah. you know, crazy this and that and all that yeah. shit, you know what I'm And saying? because I got so much musical influence, it's like, I like to, I want that to be a part of me. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, look, all the, all the greatest producers ever, I think even people that don't really know much about music, you know those beats. Yeah. You know him, Absolutely. like you know a Pharrell beat. You yeah. know what, like, I mean, you just know. Yeah, and well, I think that comes from being weird. Exactly, and just branching out and not being scared. Yes, you know to sound weird, sound different, and not be accepted. I mean, I, I feel like you made those beats knowing that people were like they weren't going to get it. Yeah, at that time. At that time, and look, and I still, it's a weird thing because I will make beats and send them to people. And I think sometimes they're a little too whatever. But if they're in the room and I make them and I like throw in weird stuff and like try to like, and I'm, it usually works out fine. They're like, this is fucking crazy. That bass has just got to be bumping. Cause look, somebody, I, I will tell people when they say anything about my beats, sometimes I'm like, first of all, before we continue, what are you listening to my beats on? Yeah. If you are listening to them on your phone, then you can hit me up after you don't listen to it. Phone, speaker? Stop. Hell no. Because it, you can't get a, the feeling yeah. of something, you know? I'm with it. So, yeah, it's it's a lot. E- and plus being an engineer and having the studio, it's a lot easier to be weird and to, like, make the music unique and stuff. Absolutely. I think hanging out with, like, even, like, Jacob, and I've been to Stephen Price's studio back in the day, and Chris Hilbert and all that, I learned that um, 
an important to listen to, to music in different environments in the car and with oh, actual yeah. headphones you know yes. out loud in the room like how yeah. much of a difference that is but shitty speakers is important like just absolutely it's almost as important as <laughs> <doing a great laughs> the experience. best speakers because no one has like crazy equipment like this you know nobody everybody's so. gonna listen to my album like this <laughs> exactly and I, I hate that so much I'm like dude yeah. let's go to a car something let's go somewhere else and just listen man listening to music in cars that was that was like my favorite it, putting it on a ever. CD, playing it, and then burning, probably burning, burning so many CDs. <laughs> Dude, oh, so I went over to my homies and he he got this box out of like, basically like our childhood box kind of. And there was just all these burned CDs with my handwriting on it, and I was like, <laughs> we have to like get hammered and listen to these. You got to. I want to. I have to know what's on these, because I like my song titles. All these mixtapes were, they were just the dumb, you would never know. It was all like, oh man, what was one of them? I don't know, putting old people to bed and like this crazy <laughs> stuff. Like, I was like, what Dude, is, I think hilarious. that's the one that's on my damn, I should have brought it here. I bet you got a CD drive somewhere, do you? Oh yeah. yeah. Damn it, I should have brought it. I took oh, one, I was yeah, like, I'm taking this one with me, bro. I want to figure, I want to listen to this. When you come back and we come back here, I'll bring it with you. Dude. Yes, Dude, because yeah. I'm sure there's. I mean, I'm sure there's some. We're talking Napster. We're oh. talking Napster files. Dude, holy That's crap! Right. Yeah, fuck up some computers. That's was more LimeWire, but Napster, Lime Napster was okay when it, while it lasted. No. But yeah, God, we're old now. Oh my God, saying Napster now to anyone under the age of probably 25 at this point is just like they're like, what? Yeah. I feel like most people know LimeWire because they're older brothers and sisters. That's the reason they got their ass beat the when they were like, you fucking up my computer. It's like, oh yeah, I know LimeWire. That's, that's what my, got my brother in trouble for Dude, like years. I used to screw up the family computer with LimeWire. Oh Dude. my God. Shout you ever think about all the Shout awesome shit you got off of, all right, that's number two. Think about all the awesome yes. stuff that you got off of LimeWire. Dude, I can like, name- I used to download, like, I would download a record and then download like eight different live videos <laughs> of the same record. Yes. Now, six of them were just some weird videos of some like guy some... hanging out of a basement or something. Yeah, it was just. But super the other stitch. two were like, oh, it was this awesome band that you were listening to live at blah 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 with a bootleg VHS. Like, dude, yep. some awesome live video. Like, obviously, this is way before YouTube and that was a thing. But God, yeah, that was it for YouTube? Yeah, oh being a kid God, on your dude. computer, you know, early two thousands, it was like. Oh, I have access to everything. I'm just yeah. like, oh my god, all the blog spots, all that yeah. kind of stuff, dude. I, oh my god, I still have the songs I found on LimeWire because I was somehow able to transfer over the years to different internal hard drives. So oh, I still yeah. have so many different versions of different songs <laughs> that I found there that I cherish to this day. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, absolutely. But absolutely. look, growing up in the scene that we grew up in, we almost didn't have a choice. If you wanted, look, even back in the day. You could not get opposite December, the boys in the low. You could not get that album, and that was the biggest. That was the biggest hardcore band. Period. Absolutely. At that time, that album. Okay. It did not exist in stores. You couldn't go to any CD store. I was way too young to go to stores anyway. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you couldn't go to. They didn't have an Fye or no. Like back in those days. You could go to BBs. Okay. Okay. And that was it. So I was like, I find these weird, obscure bands online or go to a show it's like I, I can't even I, I, I'm sorry I have to steal your music 
I have to steal your money. I have no other way to. I have no money. I have yeah. no other yes. way to get it. You know. Oh yeah, I'm 14. I do not. Hey, have that's money. what I'm saying, dude. Man, I don't give me money for no CD. I'm not gonna pay bucks. No. And I'm not gonna wait four weeks for that shit to come in the mail from somewhere in Illinois or wherever that band's from. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> now look, every every North Carolina band, I had all their CDs. Oh yeah, because they were like five bucks, and I'd if see that. them every week play. Yep. And you got like, them directly at the show when you yep. could. Exactly. You know, handle it, yeah. Exactly. exactly. You know, what I'm some saying? of these obscure, like, I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I, I have to steal from you. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'll yeah. make it up when you come to North Carolina. Yeah. I'll pay to get into your show. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I want to apologize to all the hardcore metal and metalcore bands from 1999 to 2006. They're all listening <laughs> right now. Because I stole all your fucking music, but I loved it. Dude, but yeah, and the love, loved it's it. a love that counts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man, good times. Good times. So, did you back then? Did you and you say you were about eighteen years old when mm-hmm. this was going on? Did you have the ambitions of working with rappers and stuff, or were you involved in the hip hop scene? Yeah, in um, the High Point area. Not really, because it just didn't exist. And I was growing and learning, and it was, and I think coming out of the the scene, all my friends were in. Fucking metal bands, bands yeah. So look, one of my first hip hop projects was with Adam Cody, who was the vocalist for Glass Casket. Yes. Okay. Oh, I think I remembered the name. Did you remember? No. Me myself and Shmi. Me myself and Shmi. Was that the, that was the name, right? I was thinking wow. about that last night because we were talking about and it. Shmi. So I yeah. I did some like little hip hop stuff with him. No crap. And really? even my little brother. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Laid down some verses on some beats. And yes. How was that for you to hear some rap over your beats? That that, that really made it act. I gotta give it up to him because that kind of made it way more real. Yeah, it made it like, okay, I can do this. I want to do this, and blah blah. And then I got into DJ Shadow and stuff like. And so I was like, for honestly, the longest time I was like, I didn't. I just made beats. Yeah. I didn't care who got out. If anybody got on them. I wanted people to eventually, but that was not really my main goal. Like you just I wanted was, to make beats. Exactly. I wanted to be DJ Shadow. I wanted to be DJ Cupert. I wanted to be mm, one of these guys okay. that was just like making crazy stuff. Um, and then, you know, the little John era music came, and I everything ah, kind of changed. Yeah, like, it did change. Yeah, I remember did, that, bro. And it was like the crunk, and the, and then just like southern hip hop. Which I was kind of an elitist snob about, and I only listened to Southern hip hop for like, because everybody hated on it. Yeah, yeah. But everybody wanted to steal all of our shit, wanted Eggs. to put 808s and everything, and then exactly. hate on Southern hip hop. I'm like, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, about that time. You're talking like Outkast, like. Yes. And Mr. Lil John Lil Wayne, and all that kind and of stuff. The music was just changing yeah. and awesome, and I was just like, yeah. And look, I, it's tough for me to talk about hip hop. I think in LA sometimes because who's your favorite rapper? It's like, well, I know everybody I'm expected to say Big L or no oh, bro like look, I'm from South. I like Master P. Yes. Okay. That's my dude. Yeah. Uh Juicy J. Yes. I mean those three that, six, all of three six. Yeah, like yeah. that those are kind of my heroes and who I grew up listening. I mean, chapter two world domination it's like Maybe my number two or three album. Yeah, like that shit. Raw. And that shit changed. I remember finding it on vinyl at some place up by UNCG. There used to be this dude 
was on Tate Street. Store. Yes. No, you're talking about the old guy. What was that place called, Jacob? Remember that place, the record store on Tate Street? Collectible Collectibles or something? What was, was it that? that? Uh, I can't. Wouldn't they call the space? There was shows there sometimes. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was because Tate Street works right here. Yes. East Co- well, East Coast is new, but I think it was in that East Coast location. Yeah, because it was next to the Maya Art Gallery. Yes. That was there for a little while. Yeah, I forgot what it was called. But um, I, I remember, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we just called it Tate Street Records because it's the only thing I thought of. That yeah. sounds about yeah, right. We know. Look, and that's that not dude, what it was called. But. He didn't put price tags on nothing. Really? And it was, I mean, in the, you would walk in, there's just this records. records. Yeah, I remember that. And I would, you know, I went in there and I bought hip hop, R&B, and whatever I thought was any kind of house, electronic music, whatever. Because I like that stuff too. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> He never really knew what to do. Like, I got crazy deals because there were no price tags. I was like, what do you want for these? He'd be like, which box do you get it from? Like, there's no way this that you have a, that system's not working. You don't know what boxes came in, but, but he always cut me great deals. I mean, I, he, he really fucked with me. He was always, he was always really cool. And I just, I got a ton of cool records from there. But That's badass. When I got that record, I was like, I want to make beats like this. Yeah. Yeah, oh, this, yeah. this is it. The three sits, mafia yes, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really when I was like, okay. Who produced those records? You know, was it one? In, was it one I mean, in the group? I'm guessing. It's probably a bunch of people. Probably DJ Paul. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I'm I can't. I, I didn't, I'm not familiar <laughs> look, with the dude. And Juicy J, I think he produces too. I think kinda. he definitely does now. And I'm then, pretty sure. Um, who else? Oh my gosh, I think it was DJ Paul that mainly that probably made those other records. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was a beast. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So at that time, were you at the in the mindset of like, I want to do this as part of, yeah, a living. Yes. You know, do I want to take this and, very seriously? And, yes. And then, well, and then I kind of got sidetracked. I, I actually did kind of get into electronic music for a little bit. Really making yeah. it? Yes. Oh, and, awesome. And DJing that, so it was. I kind of went with that for a little bit, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it really made me a made me a way better producer. Really? Like doing that house? Sound. Yes. Really? Big time. I lived in Chicago for a little bit. I was obsessed with like Chicago footwork. Well, you like, were in Chicago for a little while? Yeah, man. Jacob loves Chicago. Dude, awesome city. Dude, what, what it's made, so much fun. What made you go there? Uh, artists in North Carolina. I just got, I was like, I, I got to do something. Oh, okay. Uh, we totally, I, gotta I definitely understand that. <laughs> because then, about that time, I was in the local, like, Greensboro hip-hop scene. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was still a little green, but there's only a couple rappers I wanted to work with, mm-hmm. and they didn't work very hard, though. Local. Super talented, yeah. Okay. Um, the only one that was C-Pit. I don't know if y'all know C-Pit. Oh, I know C-Pit. He lived in High Point. He's dope, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he so, went to Andrews, I think. He got, I can't, oh, I, he went to Andrews. Maybe he's Central. Maybe. I know I know, I know. know who you're talking about. Yeah. Tall, he's... Yeah. So he was one of the first ones, and he was one of the first ones who... Really fucked with me. Yeah. And always, like, pushed me really hard. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I went to Chicago for a little bit. Came back to North Carolina for, like, 20 minutes. And I was like, okay, I'm going to L.A. No way. Yeah. Because, look, I had a friend out here. I don't know if y'all know Rebecca Gata. No, no. Your brother does. Yeah, I remember Rebecca. You remember Rebecca. <laughs> so she, she found out I was going to Chicago. She's like, don't go to Chicago. Come to L.A. She's like, I'm about to go to Mexico. You can stay in my apartment. Blah, blah, blah. What? I was like, nah. Okay. I'm okay. good. I called her after 
I told her when I was leaving, and I, I called her, she, she literally picked up the phone, she's like, just book the ticket. No way! Yep. She stayed with her boyfriend, I got to stay in this cool little apartment in Hollywood, in the heart of Hollywood when I in first LA? got there. In L.A.? Yes. No way! So I was lucky, and I, I was doing garden design work, so I had a, like, portfolio. I got a job before I went out there. I was, I had people I knew out there that really, because it's tough. Even with people I knew that truly loved me, it was very difficult. Yeah. So going out there with not knowing nobody, Mm. it's tough. And but I had a job my first week. You know. That's awesome. Doing doing garden stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You would have thought because I sent him a gardening portfolio. Yeah. And I was digging ditches, doing construction work, hauling concrete, like mixing concrete, like (sighs) grunt work, grunt work. What year was this? Eight years ago, I'm guessing. Eight yeah, years we're ago. Yeah, we're talking about wow. that. So like seven, eight years ago. I was the only white dude on the job site, right? Call me uh, <laughs> El Diablo Blanco. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shit was hilarious. That's hilarious. The white devil. <laughs> Everybody called me Jefe and El Diablo Blanco. And it was just... Oh, man, it was so damn funny. It was so funny. So you, doing, you were working. Like, you were, like, working, working. Oh, yeah. God. Oh yeah, they weren't ready to see they because look, there's a thing on the West Coast called the lazy white boy. It's okay, what is that? It's they always talk that I he didn't he was very unsure of hiring me. I was like, bro, I'm from the country, I work. I'm from the South, bro. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like they were they were hesitant on hiring West Coast white people. Oh, out there. okay, yeah. Bro, yeah. sure enough. So there there ends up being another white kid that that gets a job. Yeah. And he's like from Northern California. This dude, he kept putting him with me too. Oh, that always happens. And I was like, he, I was like, man, this is what all the races in America have gone through everywhere they go. I get, it's just like, I'm, he is sitting on a shovel and I'm being lumped in. And like the dude whose house we're remodeling, he's like an architect. He's there. And he's just like staring at this kid talking to me. On a shovel, I'm just like, oh. everybody's like, bring it your hermano to work. I'm like, that's not my brother. Your brother, Stop oh it. my God, hermano. Like, What's so up weird. with your hermano, bro? He don't, he don't work hard like you. I was like, quit. Not my freaking brother. Leave me alone. <laughs> Stop. I, when that kid was gone, I was so happy when that kid was gone. I was like, hey, get him out of here. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, Dude. it was just, but I, I saw it, I was like, this is the laziest person I've ever met in my life. Dude. The dude, and he didn't care either. He was just like, whatever. I'm, I'm not doing shit. I'm getting paid. Fuck it. Yeah. Dude, that is a bummer. Dude, it was. But I had a job. Yeah, you had, had a job, a job. in LA. Thank goodness. Yeah. You know, jobs like that pay well. You know, you know, obviously it's hard work, it's labor, but. But still, I mean, better money than working at. I mean, I worked at Amoeba Records too, which is great. You were at Amoeba? Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's Love awesome. Uh, I went there. So I, know, I went there when I did go to LA for the first time, the only time. Um, insane record store. I mean, outrageous. Oh, it was. I went. I was mesmerized. I walked in. I was like, "What the fuck? Where do I even start, dude?" I remember walking in the first time and took a deep breath and like, "I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be broke forever, dude." Oh, this my. place is about to get all my money. My, did you get discounts? Oh yeah! Oh my God! Bro, let me look. Y'all had such a cool ass job too. So they put me up in the warehouse, 
and there it's called like uh, CD. What was it called? CD. So basically, I get these tubs of CDs, and I oh case switching. I have to switch the case; they're all cracked up, y'all. I would get to go through all these CDs, and they let you like I would before they went on the floor. So I'd find rare, crazy stuff like stuff. If we if we were kids, we would have like creamed our pants like the bands I had forgotten about. Oh my and it, god, dude, it was so fucking cool, and that was such a cool job. I mean, I just got to see so much music and listen to it, and just like. But yeah, the, uh, the, the discounts were very real and did not really help anything. They made it way worse. Oh my God, because you, at that point, were you still at your friend's apartment? Did you have your own place? Mm, yes, I was still there. Yeah, okay, I was still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then right <laughs> after that, that's about when I moved to South Central and I stayed there. For the you went to South Central LA? Yeah. No way. Like the studio runs in Watts. Well, it's South Central Watts. Watts, it's like right, yeah. That's insane. So some you, people call. Some people are always like, "This is Watts," and some people are like, oh, "This is still South Central." It's a, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Border. School, the school right across the street says Watts on it, so, so call it Watts. But I think, yeah, exactly. But yeah, 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 man, I've lived there six years. Wow. So I was in an area that has a reputation. Is it? How is it? Right. Never had no problems. Yeah. Now I'm not saying it's not tough and it's not. Right. It is. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. it's no joke. You gotta keep it. But I mean, I've never. Never any issues? Any issues. That's but awesome. also, too, I mean, being white in that neighborhood, nobody's worried about me. Okay. That's actually a very good point. You know I didn't think about that. Like, my, my friend who I run the studio with, he's my shout-out TK. Shout-out TK. He, he's a, he's like my spiritual guru. Yeah. And he's just a sweet dude. Big, tall dude mm-hmm. from Ohio. He's got red hair, too. Now, he, he would get banged on all the time really all the time where you from bro and we came he came out one time the store he's like we gotta go i was like what's going on he's like he said they said they're gonna beat me out the store i was like why i was like quit wearing red quit don't quit it oh yeah but he's from ohio right right and he's just not thinking yeah and and it's hard to even think about i never had to worry and it's finally just like all right dude no more red no more blue just Cause he was getting banged on it like all these stores you and stuff. Be very careful. I was like, bro, you tell those people you are from Ohio. Yeah. And that should be the end of it. Cause yeah. that's really, they want to know where you're from and blah blah. blah. Why, like why you're there? Yeah. Obviously, being a white dude, it's yeah. like, what are you doing here? Because I was kind of you ways in the eyes, like, are you yeah. FBI? Are you, are you police or? Oh, I get that a lot. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But look, eventually, the, once the neighborhood knew me, everything was cool. Cause I walked around everywhere. And ate at the taco stands there. Ooh, I, you know, went oh, all those. I miss those, bro. Dude, oh man. Have you, have you been to LA, Jacob? I can't remember. Nah, never Dude, been. and you love Mexican food. Love it. Dude, you those won't. taco trucks out there. I will never forget the taste of those that fucking food. You can go to almost any of them. Any of them, especially if you've never eaten there. It's like once you get to know them, you know which ones are better. But really, like when I first. They're all good. They're all good. Obviously, one of them are good. They're all good, man. They're, They're all good. Authentic as Mexican. Dude, it's so... <sighs> it's pure crack. I mean, it's... And look, we had... At the studio, there was one like a half a block away. I Do mean, you, they they knew my order before I walked up. there. So like, you want too. three or four? I was like, oh, yeah. Four. I spent $7. Yep, that's it. I got horchata, and I got three or four tacos. God damn. 
every time spent seven dollars tipped them a dollar or two and that was that was it dude. that was it man and i was always full we had and there was a pupusa lady right up the street and it was just this little old little old lady in her in her carport yeah yeah you open her gate ring the bell she makes you pupusas really yes and they were there were actual pupusa places but she was the best i was like i that's who i'm i go to every single time that's outrageous yeah so what led you to finally opening up the 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 studio like and also before we get there Mm -hmm. how was how was your music transition you were in a totally different area i mean west coast is so different from east like you said you mentioned earlier that was the biggest thing like i make trap beats i make southern hip-hop beats exactly it it was a little bit of a yeah it was a little annoying right because but I had people take me under their wing and teach me how to make West Coast beats and really, mm. you know, once I kind of understood the formula, it was cool. And I still like making them. It's just not my, what I prefer to make. Right. So that was, that was actually really tough. Because mm. I could, it was tough to find people to get on my beats. I'm like, and then Atlanta's blowing up. Uh, why the, if I would have. He's like, why did I move over here? I, if, <laughs> if I would have awaited another year, it would have been like, oh, Atlanta's I could have just gone to Atlanta and probably been doing great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it was definitely, there was a curve there that was annoying. And I was a little hard-headed. Yeah. I was a little like, I'm not from the West Coast. I'm not making these. I'm not making West Coast beats. I'm not, I'm not from not. here. But then I just, lo- I got to where I loved it. Yeah. And I was just like, you know. So that that definitely helped. And and then it's just, I'm out there more. I, I would find artists, you know. a lot. Of, I mean, uh, one of the R&B artists I work with, her name is Jasmine Safina. Mm-hmm. She's from Durham. Really? Really? Yeah. So I would meet people from all over. So once that really happened, I would meet people. There's a dude I work with, uh, Rambo Lee. Mm-hmm. He's from Memphis. Okay, okay. And 007 Bones, who's also from Memphis. So it was like, I'm, once I met some country folk, I was like, Okay, cool. You feel, you feel a they, little better about it. And they wanted all my beats. They were like, oh, I, I need this, I need this, I need that. And I was like, oh, Dude, thank God. That's like, crazy. Finally. Instead of being like, got any West Coast? He's like, fuck, no. I got two. It's like, I don't and have I'm not it. making any more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's not what you want to do. It's not in your blood. It's you know? just not. And I, and, and I always looked at it as like, I love being a fan of that music. I don't really want to like, but then like I said, I, yeah, yeah. You, you you get to where you love it, and that bounce, that West Coast bounce, bro, it's... It's tasty, man. It's tasty. I love it, you know? That's wild. And obviously, L.A., I want to ask you this, too. L.A. is obviously a place that everyone wants to flock to for usually music, but obviously, it's a very hard place to live. And were, were, were there any moments where you almost really moved back? Like 8,000. Okay. <laughs> like, every Right. Week, every week. <laughs> I mean, I was just like... I'd be hitting up friends out here. I'd be like doubting it. I mean, I was living on floors. I'm gonna say like how obviously even yeah. I'm sure South Central, South Central is still expensive, you know? Yeah. So. Well, thank God for South Central because we yeah. can afford it. Because look, it was me, me, Antoine, Kwame, Gia. This was like six people at this little shithole bungalow in Hollywood. Oh God. So we wrote, and the studio that we first had was in there, and ever, no, it never stopped. Nobody ever stopped recording. So it would go like you'd wake up. I mean, you go to 
at five, six, seven a.m. People are still recording. It didn't really stop. Right. We had to like like take turns and and we also took turns on who slept. So we rotated. There was two couches, a floor, <laughs> oh and one of the couches. You take off the back cushions and you lay them on the ground in the bed. So we that just, was... and we rotated. Like every other night, so somebody could get some decent sleep some nights, you know. Holy crap! Dude. And then when we had homies over there to, that we collabed with, it was just like they sleep there too, right? People pass out by smoking much weed, get tired, it's three in the morning. Oh, yeah, because you're rapping all. And you're night. just like, I cannot walk up. I can't go to. I can't record the song. <laughs> I'm gonna wake somebody up. But yeah, you piss somebody off. That's we insane. we made it work, and then finally, like, so what happened? The dude who started the studio in South Central, he asked me one time if I wanted to, like, watch the studio while he's gone for Christmas. Mm -hmm. I just never left. Yeah. Oh, well, you got there. You were like, this is it. Just never left. And then TK ended up coming down, and then Kwame ended up coming down. Everybody lived there. We all lived there. And it, because he loved us, and we kind of got done dirty by the dude that was living there. He stole my computer with all my shit on it. Oh no! Yep. Lost everything. Yep. Oh my god, that would ruin me, dude. It almost Jesus. did, and that was one of the times where I was like, "Fuck, I give up." Yeah. And you know, then we all made it down to the studio because he believed in all of us, and we, the three of us, started grinding hard. Mm. And Kwame was a rapper, but he also he started making beats too. Then I was helping him, and it was all like this: the three of us just like. And TK made beats too. Yeah. And he yeah. sang and rapped. I mean, he's crazy talented. Super talented. He yeah. does CGI stuff. Too. It's crazy. Oh my God. That's insane. Dude, he is. He's obnoxiously talented. He, and he's one of those people who's like, oh, I think I'm going to try this. Oh, I'm really good at it. We have friends just On like that. Prodigy type yeah. level. Yes. yes. We have friends like, like that. He's like, hmm, what is that? He's like, oh, this is what this is. He's like, Oh, I'm great at it now. I'm bored. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. None of us. I don't know exactly. Like, who, yeah, I know I'm that. I'm always just like, dude. When he's when he first started getting into all the CGI stuff, doubt. I didn't doubt him. I was just like, it's like, okay, um, okay, cool. Oh my god. And then he showed me like one of his first little things. I was like, renders. Yeah, yeah. Fucking awesome, dude. What the fuck? Dude, I'm telling you, dude. He's a guy with discipline. Like, yeah. I'm gonna learn how to do this and do it yes. freaking well and not sleep till I get it. And look, during obviously quarantine and stuff, people found new hobbies. Dude, they did. Which I, I mean, think I bought a fucking banjo. Did you really? Yes, I did. How was that going? Fun. Okay. And and it and look, TK would always tell me, "Hey, hey man, you need a hobby that you need a hobby, another artistic that hobby." Is it? Yes, that's not music. And I would, I would try stuff, and I'm just so obsessed I couldn't. Oh, and I remember going up to him. I was like, I think I'm gonna buy a banjo. He's like, I think that's perfect, cause the banjo. I have no investment. In it. I'm just playing. I'm gonna have fun. You're messing around. Bullshit. There's never. I mean, maybe one day I record something cool and use it in a beat or whatever. Cool. But I'm not out here trying to be fucking Earl Scruggs or anybody like that. Like, like, Earl Scruggs. I'm, I'm the man shout Earl Scruggs. Um, but I'm not, I am not going to, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm old yeah. as shit. I'm tired. I don't think my fingers, fingers yeah, ain't going to move oh like that. Look, I ain't going to push them. I'm going to let them be. 
Jeez. And uh, but it was per- it was like having a musical hobby that wasn't a musical hobby. It's as close as I could get. Right, you weren't making beats. You yeah, weren't you were exactly. computer staring at your computer screen going yeah. crazy. Yes. Yeah, you need that. You everyone knows this. If you have something that you're really invested in and passionate about, that's awesome. Yeah. But definitely find something else to fill in the other parts of your life where you're gonna go crazy. Yes. And you will not and it'll make you appreciate your art form more, I think. Yeah, you, like, give a, you yeah. can give it a you can give it a breather. Exactly. You know right. what I'm saying? And I needed it. And he and you know, T is really he's one of my best friends ever. We've been through I've lived with him, we've lived together for I don't know, like five or six years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that dude knows me better than most people, and he, he could just. I was not making a lot of stuff, and I was just—it was just a weird time. And he was just like, "Dude, you're kind of falling apart. Like, not bad, but it's like you need something else. Yeah, because you're just burnt out. Yeah, you're burnt out. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know exactly how that feels. Or Jacob, I know Jacob does. Yeah, <laughs> for doing what he does, very rigorous you work. Love it. Yeah. And that's another reason why I like to go hiking, backpacking, and stuff now too. Dude, that's oh. one of the few things that I can just turn off. Just be in the moment and yeah. forget everything else. Forget everything else, man. I mean, on that, like, tell me about your last trip. The big one. Yeah, it's on the trip. Uh, so the last one, the last big one we did was the Smokies. Ooh. It's like we went for ten days. It's awesome. Got our asses kicked. Dude, I bet those hikes were intense, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who tells you that those are little mountains, which people say that all the time about the Appalachians, <laughs> fuck those people. Those are fuck those people, because little mountains are pretty big. Yeah. Still mountains. Still, they're still mountains. Still mountains. Exactly. But it was awesome, man. And look, we go. Out, I go out there. I, I saunter. I walk slow. I don't pound miles. I'm drinking moonshine. I'm smoking weed. I am. I, I look I hike like a hobbit bro I have breakfast second breakfast snack <laughs> lunch dinner supper oh my god we ran out of food the second day bro <laughs> uh, look I am not that's why I don't like to call myself a hiker because anytime a hiker talks to me I can just they're just like Oh, you don't do. I mean, we we we'll do like seven miles a day, eight, nine, ten, something like that. Right, there. pretty simple. But I'm not doing fifteen or twenty. I got buddies who are hiking, like go with me. I'm like, cool. I'm not doing. I'll never do more than ten miles a day. They're like, what? I'm like, bro, this is my vacation. See, I'm chilling. I'm yeah. chilling. You're, I'm you're not, not trying doing... to hike. You're trying to be out in the woods. It, yeah, and, and way and different. That's way different. a way, and that's really yes, what it that's is. That's how you get wording, yeah. actually. Yeah. But I like that. to do deep, like backwoods, like. Treacherous shit. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. want to do it slow. <laughs> That's Dude, it. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's it. Just your escape, you know. Yeah. But the last trip, man, that that actually we actually went on another trip uh, recently to Linville Gorge when I first got back. Ooh, I've hiked that uh, two three years ago. Uh, those jo- those trails are crazy. They're freaking. Hard. Y'all be careful out in Linville Gorge. You get lost. They're hard. Yes, yeah, so I did it with Jessica and Shelby yeah. uh, a handful of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not easy. Some of those no. trails are hard as, of course, they're like all limber and you know easing up those trails. I'm dying, dying of those trails. And look, look, that's why the Smokies was so hard. You got four dudes, yep, out of shape. Or look, I was kind of in shape, but it takes a certain amount. It's a different kind of endurance hiking. It's a different kind of endurance. Bro. It really is. <laughs> Even if you're not doing a lot of miles, yeah, it's just I'm 
look, I remember the second or third day in the Smokies, like we're stopping and I'm looking at everybody's face and it's just like, <laughs> fucking vacation, huh? Fuck! <laughs> Like this sucks. Just, what a bad sucks. idea we had. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go hiking, they said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the Linville, man, bro. Beautiful. We hiked a little bit. And then we hiked a little bit more the next day. And then we kicked it for like two days at this campsite. And I was like, yeah, I'm not bugging. I'm not. I'm, I love hiking. I'm, I'm, I like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just want to camp. Like yeah. you said, just be out in the woods. Just be there. Yeah, just be there. Yeah. Um, so that was really awesome because we had always planned to do these rest days on all these big trips. Never did it. Never rested. Because, well, because, yes, we never, because we take a long time, sometimes we didn't make it to where we are supposed to that day. And yeah. so, like, our rest day became catch-up day. Catch-up day. Yep. So. Yeah, absolutely. It was really cool to just chill and. Being level gorge, that's freaking awesome. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful place. If, if someone yeah. listening has not been there before, um, yes. yeah, it's really awesome. Um, so that's why. I, but um, back to LA for a second because I'm mm. very curious about this. Yeah. Obviously, I'm 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 very curious on how people market themselves. Yeah, especially in that environment where everyone kind of is there for music. Were you going to hip hop shows? Like, how were you getting yeah. your name out there? That that I mean, that's really what I was going to. I was going to all kinds of shows. Really, yeah. look. I love making hip hop. I honestly, I really like making R and B way more. Like really, I like yeah. Like I like making just chill stuff. I like making chill shit, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Jacob, show me some of your more laid back. Yeah, tunes. and that's and I seem to do that a lot more now. But you know, it's just I couldn't find as many artists that really want to do that stuff at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was just you know get with the boys and everybody's acting rowdy and everybody wants trap beats and we're just you know we're doing the thing and it was, that was cool yeah so it's fine but I was going to a lot of R&B shows right and I was just I was like I want to meet some singers I want to make some breakout breakup albums yes dang it I want to make people cry yes I want to fuck that. people shit up and and that's when I met Jasmine and I remember I was drunk as shit and I go up to her I was like I'm gonna make you three beats tonight. And she was like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> but I stayed up and drunk as shit and made her three beats and sent them and she sent me a demo that next morning. What? It was a wrap, bro. It's a different work ethic. That's just yeah. a mom blowing. Yeah. But you're in an environment where you kinda have to be that hungry. And look, and she was even, you know, when you're new out there, even rappers and singers, they're getting beats off of YouTube they're getting yeah. the, and they're just a lot of the smart smart people they're like okay I gotta find a producer I'll work with right it's gotta be like that because this sucks right you know and you know Jasmine is able to be like hey can you make me something like this or this vibe and she likes to use like words like abstract words to kind of describe what she wants but she you never know she's very eccentric like I, I made all these like hard ass like battle rap beats like mm -hmm. boom bap like early 90s like Wu-Tang Clan and she like would pick them out and and sing all and I was like and it was low-key fire it was dope but I was always like oh this was not made for you but but I mean if you that's what you want and it works I think that's cool take it take it yeah she's one of those artists 
there will never be a a beat I wouldn't give her. She can't. Or be like, I don't know, or something. I was like, because we are the first real release I ever really did was called Homesick. Okay. And it was her, and it was, you know, two North Carolina people. And so we made an album called Homesick. That's actually badass. It was fun. And it was. I think as she was going through a crazy breakup at the time, mm-hmm. I was still trying to get over my ex. Okay. Yeah. So we were just on this wavelength of being homesick, going through breakups, and we were just like best friends too, like making music, texting each other every day, and then yeah, and it's been like that since. And her and she ended up dating another <laughs> that artist, Double Seven Bones, that I work with. They date now, and it was just like, oh, wow. We all kind of became like a family. It was really cool. And I was like, okay. And it, it's still like that. Yeah. You know, I talk to them most days. Right, right, right. So, that's still that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Super that's awesome. incredible. Yeah. It's, it's, I always wonder how the relationship does with some. I mean, obviously, you're working together for hours and hours and hours on end. Like, yeah. how is that? How te- I mean, what's the word? I mean, it's, it's a rigorous process. So, like, yeah. is it is it? How do you get over the speed bumps or speed no not speed bumps roadblocks when creating and Ooh. maybe creating stuff from scratch that an artist wants? Like, well, how do you- that is honestly what got me out of a lot of roadblocks is okay, this isn't working or that's not or none of these, and finally getting to where I was like, okay, let's make it be right here on the spot. We're gonna communicate. And it's like, you know, I, I tell them, like, if you don't like the snare drum, tell me you don't like it. Yeah, be honest. Don't, bro, my skin is 20 inches thick. Yeah. I'm a producer. I make a, I make five beats a day. Yeah. You're, I'm not tripping. Like, just tell, I don't, you don't like the snare? Why would I care about, I want you to like the snare. Yeah. You gotta you like know? the snare. Like, you like, exactly. you like everything. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it, that streamlined a lot of things. Where, where I'm with somebody and they're like, oh, I don't really like that synth, maybe. I like what you're playing, but maybe not. The, and I would, and it just made things. Yeah. And for me, um, and uh, I mean, if if it's a rough day, it ain't working, go to a movie, go to the beach. Yeah. Do just something. Leave it alone for like, a bit. Yeah. Let it breathe. Yeah. Because we all work hard and we work way too hard. And sometimes that's a great way to just be like, your brain ain't gonna work right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You, you need that. You know what I'm saying? And I've been listening to, I've been, <coughs> I wouldn't even make beats. Like when I start getting in, like when Astro World came out. Okay. I remember that. I ain't made no fucking beats. Cause I was way too influenced and way too obsessed. I was like, I can't make beats right now because I'm just gonna want to make beats like this. Well, would you mimic what you're listening to? Yeah, yeah, that record is absolutely outrageous. That's a top five, top ten somewhere. It's in funny. There. I was going to live in Gorge with Shelby when that record came out at midnight, and I cranked it on as soon as it came on, and she didn't care, and I was just blown away about the production of that record. Oh, dude, and I he, was freaking out. He won no awards. I remember that because he had a, it was a documentary on Netflix and he yeah. showed him listening to the wars thinking he was going to win and sure enough, I was like, that How? is insane. And that just shows you too, it's like, man, because that is a literally a piece of art. That album is... Front to back. Dude, me and the homie Kwame 
he he had moved out of the studio with his girlfriend and he hit me up he's like Astro World drops at midnight I got three hits of acid let's do this oh my god dude his we tripped on acid his girlfriend drove us around in the car and we listened to it like three times oh my god and I was just like I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know what to do I think I might quit music yeah and I'll be okay with it yeah but that was a but top look, that's why I don't make music during that because it's like once I can digest it and then it's like natural influence and it's just like it inspires me instead of just being like I just want to make this album right already made though right you can't do that yeah you gotta do something else you gotta do something else you know that's insane I didn't think about being an artist not sure Jacob does this too listens to my metal and a lot of things you listen to like trying not to make what you kind of just heard you know what I'm saying Dude. like I mean that has to be so it's difficult tough. as a photographer I feel that too I go through this oh, yeah. page and like man this is sick I, I know I need to do my own thing you know what I'm saying like yeah. I gotta appreciate it but not try to necessarily mimic so. exactly Exactly. Being an artist sucks. That's a, dude, <laughs> so I hard. literally say that all the time. Art's for hippies, art sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's crazy, people are listening to your beats saying the same exact thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is yep. it, it, it's, it's the same for everybody. Dude, so TK, again, he is a great people person and yeah. networker. He, he brought over one day, shout out Jimmy, this one of the most prolific my favorite producers of the 90s ever. I'm talking any, you name somebody. Really? Did a bunch of Tupac records. They did a bunch of everything. That's crazy. He was on, he was one of Death Row's producers. Yeah, yeah. And bro, he he said, he looked me in the eyes, he's like, you're one of the greatest producers I've ever met in my life. I was like, what are you talking about? No way, dude. dude I really? was freaking out, man. Cause and look, he was like, I was going through my beats, and he was looking at me like I was fucking crazy. He was just like, "You made all these?" So like, yeah. He's like, "I can't fucking believe this." He's like, "He's like, if you would have been around in my day, you would have like, been. You probably ain't gonna get no thirty. And he was telling me about, you know, he'd have thirty thousand dollars for beats, just boom." Cash thirty thousand dollars. That's insane. Like, that rappers. Yeah, oh, wow. and that wasn't nothing back then. CD money. Those dudes had money back then. Dude, you're right, man. Even Jesus. even the ones getting fucked over. The ones getting fucked over in the nineties are probably like, I'd take that over Spotify. Dude, exactly. Okay, that's about that too. How the dude? Absolutely. I can only imagine being an age now doing this. What you're doing is Spotify. I mean, you're not getting anything. From the, from those streams, dude. Like, I got vi- I got videos and stuff out there with millions of plays on them, millions millions of views. Nothing from YouTube. I mean something, but not. Well, are they the it artist videos? Nothing. Yeah, but so, it's still all, like the distribution is linked to all that stuff. Okay, okay. So I get the royalties from it, but it ain't shit. Yeah, I'm about to say it can't be that much. It's not, dude. That I is. Mean, I don't know if you saw my Bentley out there. <laughs> like, because you fucking didn't, because it don't fucking exist. Dude. So it's just like, you know, the most I can hope for. And look, honestly, I don't love selling beats. Really? Look, man. I mean, I don't think, like, I tell people all the time, I said this to Mike and Jake the other day when we were talking yeah. music. I was like, I mean, fucking, they're not paying 
Jimmy Page to play guitar and Led Zeppelin. It's not like they hot, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's a band. That's and part and of I it. would always tell the artists I work with, I was like, we're a fucking band. Yeah. Like, we have to be like a band. I do sell beats. Yeah, I will. You have to make a, a living. Got to. Yeah. But, like, you know, it I, it. I just feel like there's some integrity that gets taken out of it when it's like that. Right. Now, I think on a higher level and you're getting really paid for beats, like, that's the, I'll make some shit. I'll do whatever you want. 30 grand for a beat. Uh, uh, and honestly, for most top tier ones, that's probably low end. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, your yeah. Metro Boomins, you got your uh, Zaytovens, yeah. you got yeah. all those people getting stupid money. Dude. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I would, I would love to, I would love to see how much a beat would, would cost from the, from those guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you're talking mortgage, yeah. mortgage pricing on some of those beats. Look, I tell y'all, if I get placed on a movie or a TV show or I still want to get a payday like that, never hear another beat out of me ever again. Dude, <laughs> I'll be in though. the woods. I'll be yeah. in, I'll be in up in the mountains just kicking it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, have you thought about going into that licensing type of thing where they can... Yeah, that I think that's kind of where I'm moving more towards. And that's another reason why I put out so many beat tapes now. Okay. So I'm just like, you know... Yeah. These kind of off-kilter beats that I made not really for rappers or whatever. Like, somebody might come across that and be like, oh, that'd be great for my YouTube whatever. Oh, yeah. You can license it out or they can buy it yeah. or whatever, pay whatever they need to do to, to yeah. use it. And as you get segue, actually, because you're you have a bunch of singles you put out within 2020, 2021. I listened yeah. to a bunch of you know, was like four albums last year you put out. Yep. Um, how was it making those? Like, were those just old things you put together? Or did you have any themes yeah, for I mean, those records? Well, the the songs I wrote for Cats, I don't yes. have yet. That one was more of a theme. Like okay. I'm like they. I was basically just like making 80s synth trap music. Yeah, like, I can hear all, that. Music. Yeah, they're yeah. all like synth wave shit, but with trap beats. And I was like, and yeah, I just made these a bunch of stoner songs about cats. Four cats. I don't even <laughs> want, to that I don't even want people out there to listen to this album. I want you, if you have a cat, to put it on for your cat when you go to work and let your cat listen to it. It's not for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I I really am sorry. Just put it on softly. Let, let the cat just chill. Yeah. Let the cat play with its thing and listen up. But Scratch yeah. Up couch. And, yeah, and yeah. I definitely am. I love concept albums and themes and I love that shit, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah. I always kind of do that. But, but yeah, I mean, 2020, I was fine. It was just kind of when I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to drop shit. Like, you had bajillion songs you probably still do I'm sure dude my never hard ready. drive overfloweth jeez that's freaking yeah. insane oh it's, it's great look I tell people again when I'm in a room with somebody who is buying beats I'm like you're, ne you're never gonna hurt my feelings if you do not like it say next okay you can be rude you don't have to wait for any if you don't like it say next okay. and you don't have to tell me that. and I get it this is what every this is what every rapper in the world does. Yeah. All right, next one. I mean, it's cool. I like it. It's just, I'm like. Just say next. I'm like, it's cool, man. Just it's say next. You are not hurting my feelings. Let's go. You know? And it's just, just say next. Because I, we can sit there for a while. Hours. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when I pull up the folder, everybody's always like, damn. Oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, give me a second. Like, that's what I'm saying. This is my, say next. This is my job. Yeah, this is exactly. My job. 
<laughs> yeah, that's why I sh- I have, sometimes I'll just show them that look. We ain't got time to listen to all these, but if you want to hear a lot of them, you better tell me. If you hate it or don't like, just say that. Just let's go. Yeah, it's not wasting time. Yeah, time is money. Yeah, let's go. And that's I think insane. I think a lot of people when they work with their friends and sometimes younger people, they probably gotta worry about hurting their feelings, feelings. a little bit more. We don't need that. Don't need that. I'll give it up to Jacob some more when we write music together. He's very honest. <laughs> Absolutely. He's like, hey, man. It's so easy. <laughs> you want to sound good, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yes. Take the criticism. That's you it. Know? That's it. And especially when it's somebody who is like Jacob. Like when, like Jacob, when I was mixing my solo thing that I'm doing that's coming out soon, I was mixing over here. Like the things he says, like, hold weight. Like I'm, I'm, I value if we were talking about a project he's done, we won't say nothing about yeah, it. We won't say that. It won't say until it comes we'll out, say, but we'll, you know, we'll talk about it. Some project he had engineered. Yes. And the band wanted something that went against his advice. Yeah. And it made it sound shitty. Yeah. He, he and it was just like, it was just like, like I mean, his ears are—that's what you are paying this man to be your ears. That's there. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with like I, I think a lot of engineers or producers like do have egos, and that's yes. what like that's what like a lot of like general consensus is is people have egos. Yes. But like I know me and you are the same. Like I don't give a I don't care at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, almost. Y'all hear that? You, we you thought you had got no dollar. dollar. No, 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 no. You're oh, too. But okay, like ahead, I, I just I. I don't care. I want what comes out of, you know, what I'm working on. It has to be the best. Yeah, man. Yeah. And like, I don't know why there should, I don't, why would it, why should it be anything else? Like, because yeah. look, even the music I don't like, I still want it to sound good. Yeah, exactly. exactly. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So it's like, and I, and I've, but, and we've talked about this too. Being an engineer, you, this is a customer service job. Yeah. They are, they are essentially, our bosses, in a way, I mean, it's yeah, briefly, it's yeah. their, it, yes, it's their final. Look, there's been a million times I've been like, this doesn't sound good. And they're like, I want it to sound like this. I love like, it. Cool. Okay. All right. <laughs> Please don't tag me on Instagram on this. Dude, oh my god. I don't want. Please don't tag me on Instagram. Oh, that's hilarious. They're definitely tagging you. Yeah. Oh. Every time. It's that, not, it's always the worst ones that are like the garbage every, ones. They're the ones that blow you up the most. It's just like, and then when really? you want credit on something, they're like, "Oh yeah, it was done by you know, it was done by Riz." Like, yeah. By the way, check out my new song. Uh, it was done by Riz. They put you in the comments <laughs> instead of the post. But that's why. Yeah. But, and that's why producers have tags. That's why we all have a, a beat oh in the song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. because yeah. our names ain't getting on shit, and it's just. I gotta have some. I gotta have some way to market Dude. myself. If you are not gonna put my name on it and not tag me and not whatever. Seriously, oh, let's get that. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. New Year's songs. You have what? What is it? Is it Thomasville? Something rich? It says only in Thomasville. That's what. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. It didn't say rich in it though. Yeah, and then it's uh, then I got Ric Flair saying the greatest. And my friend's kid saying wrist. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, so let's like, album today. But dude, I was dude, I was like looking on. Okay, look, I'm gonna, I'll be honest. I was looking at fight videos on YouTube. <laughs> Honestly, though, I'm with that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the great way to pass the time, dude. It really is. And out of sheer whatever, 
I typed in Thomasville fight video. What? And it's this dude who gets out of his car. I know that it's, if anybody knows Thomasville, you know the gas station that says Jesus, that's all in the little. Yep. Okay. So they're at that stoplight. This dude like stops his truck, gets out, pulls the other guy out of his car and just starts beating the shit out of him in the car. (laughs) And she's like, and whoever's filming, she goes, only in Thomasville would you stop traffic to fight in the middle of the road. I'm like, you damn right. <laughs> you fucking damn, you damn right. Okay? That's Had to be done. You gonna fight in a Jesus parking lot? No. You gonna fight in the street. I have always wondered where you got that. Only in Thomasville. Dude, yeah, That's exactly. in every one of your songs. So, yeah. look, I thought I knew who it was. <laughs> I, and I hit her up. I was like, is this you? I'm using this. Is this okay? She never responded back. Oh, and damn. I'm like, I wonder if it's her. So, Dude, please respond to him. Yeah. Because it's probably her. Mallory, pull him. If that's you, please don't sue me. Dude, that <laughs> is insane. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, those, those albums on Spotify are really for people just to get like a glimpse of kind of who you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because, yeah, because I mean, you know, most of my work is with artists you know it's right and now I get a lot I get a lot more people now that the way the distribution stuff sets it up they'll put me as a featured artist Mm -hmm. so it'll say my name on it where I'm like oh that's cool I appreciate that but people are all the time they're like where's your verse I'm like yeah no No, no. (laughs) yep nope 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 heck no he ain't getting me in no booth he ain't getting me in no booth it's never gonna happen dude wrist in the booth (sighs) gonna happen would you ever want to be a part of a a label as a producer or would you want to keep doing your own thing absolutely really yeah. I would because I think I have the right work ethic to do it I yeah. I can make a bunch of beats yeah. yeah and I can I work really well with a bunch of different kind of artists and making them quick and on the fly and right there yeah like I, there's not too many sessions I've had with artists I've worked with where they leave unhappy yeah you know right so yeah I, I would dig doing that for sure That'd be freaking insane, dude. I feel uh, like you'd be working around the clock. Yeah. Because most of these major labels have uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of artists they're trying to put on. Exactly. <laughs> Holy And crap. I, you know, probably just like you guys, like, I get upset. Like, I want to make, I want to, I want to make music with all the people that are dope. Like, yeah. I want to do that, yeah. you know? Yeah. I get sometimes even overwhelmed now. Like, I'll find, like, the, the people I work with now I've got this like nice collection of people that we work together yeah and everybody will kind of get hot at the same time like and it's like man I want to make all the beats on all these albums oh crap I don't want yeah. to get beats from nobody else <laughs> which is not completely true but deep down the ego I'm like I want to make all the beats for this album I love albums like that where it's like this person and an and, and artist I love records like that. Me too, to man. see how diverse it still is. Yes. And it, it puts you in a... It's like being in a band. Yeah. It's, and that's why it's, I'm like... That's why I like making albums with people like that. Because it does make me feel like I'm in a band again. You right. Know, like that whole feeling. And it's, you know... I'm obsessed. I'm I'm like... I'm going to text you. If I get an idea at 4 in the morning, you're getting a text at 4 in, in the, the morning. morning. You wake up if to you it. If you don't like it, turn you... Gotta have it on silent. Yeah, put it on the <laughs> Okay. Damn it. 
You need to have space in your email because I'm supposed to be sending beats. It's just this, like, this, this, yeah, this, this, this. exactly. It's like crackhead status. It's like this dude goes not sleeping. He's blowing me up. But I want it to be that band vibe that just like we're in it together and it's and bounce some ideas back and forth. You know, because yeah. yeah. I I love hearing from artists I work being like, oh, I like this or change this or maybe we should move this around or let's do something like this. Like that always yeah. gets me like. Well, it's gonna ask us actual collaboration. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I love people always ask to collaborate, but mm-hmm. people are always confused on what that actually means. That's actually yeah. collaborating. Because most people think collaborating is me doing all the work and you kind of benefit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so sometimes. <laughs> oh gosh, but you said in the future you do want to get to more licensing thing and working with uh, um, one more full album work. Yeah, but licensing is always a great way to make money. So. Yeah, you man. I mean, that's kind of one of the best ways. I mean, yeah. unless you're touring. Oh, that's true, though. You think you ever do that? I think you I might, tour with the artist If you had a, an album coming out, oh yeah, I would t- you tour I with would, the artist. Oh yeah, I yeah. know. I ain't doing nothing, but I will go. You wouldn't be about. You wouldn't be, be playing the things. Probably. Or Everybody always wants me to DJ. I throw parties out in LA too. And oh, do you really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, I have a beat collective called Kitchens. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's a bunch of producers. Yeah. And we throw shows, and they're just basically big parties. Yeah. Um, and I get, I have artists come and spotlight. So they'll do like one or two songs, but it's really for producers. Yeah. This is for beats. This yeah. is what, but we pack, you know, we get three to 500 people at these parties, and wow. it, it's, it's banging, bro. Popping. So, but it's weird how many people don't DJ. It's like I DJ every party almost the whole time, not because I want to. Cause I don't. That sounds like Give me an hour at midnight when everybody's pumped. Yeah. And then, you know, cause I also I work. That I mean, those parties are a lot of work. Yeah. And you know, they're like, all. yeah. And you know, we do it right. We have security. We have great sound. We have stage set up, lights. It's no. It's not. It's so, not like a. You know, you're not like. It's not a house show. Yeah. You're house doing show. an actual production. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. And so I gotta walk around and. Shake hands and yeah, you know. It's cool that you're you're building network events in yeah. LA and building community. Absolutely, absolutely. That's freaking cool. Even in LA, still you still need that in LA. Yeah, cause look, that's you know how you survive in LA when you got real fucking friends. Which I heard is kind of hard to find in LA. <laughs> it took me like four years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like to have a real friend circle of people I trust, somebody that I look at like Jacob or his brother, like some. Like, I love this person. I know this person's got me. It took me a while. Yeah. And, but once that happened, everything changes. Dude. Because then when you're in a fucked up bind, like, mm. you got somebody that can help you out that isn't X amount of thousand miles away. Right. And you're just, like, on the phone, like, I'm sick. <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> so you can just be like, okay, I'll just calm down. My homie's gonna give me a ride. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and look, I mean, y'all know how this is. Who you know? It is. You know, you you're know. looking for a job. You got a lot better chance of your friend being like, "Yeah, I can help you get this job." I know so and so, or I can help you. Exactly. It's all I got job I have now. Exactly. Otherwise, it's just you know, in LA, is you're just one of however many of people, dude, trying to get this stress out. Oh, dude, it's stressful. Dude, I had a friend actually just move. Actually, you know, I'm gonna send um you. Her page, she's very okay. good. She's a, uh, uh, she's a little more abstract kind of 
singer, but she's really good. Um, awesome. Her name is uh, Zelia, but her name was Grace, but her music, music name is Zelia. Awesome. I'm yeah, I want to send you the information. That would be great. Might, I mean, yeah. might be a cool collaboration there. Yeah. Um, Cause and I look, I'm all about the weird. If it, I like the, very weird. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm really, I've kind of gone into this rabbit hole of like, I'm obsessed with. I just want things to be different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dude, I'm with that man. It's pretty yeah. cool. And obviously, you can't talk too much of you going on what you writing right now or doing right now with the artist uh, now. But yeah. he was maybe a, uh, a maybe a, a glimpse of what you're working on now. And uh, yeah, well, I'm I've been working on. I mixed it here um this is it's kind of a side project i've called it vergosis um, like it that. got picked up by this this like insect record so they're That's gonna put it out awesome. and it's like it's not i'm not gonna put it underneath risk because and but it's like chopped and screwed r&b vibes Ooh, it's like okay. shiloh like dynasty vibes kind of stuff like that yeah. it's, it's very different yeah it's way more melodic and psychedelic and just out there Jacob's playing guitar. Yeah, I was gonna say we have to say who's working on it. So Jacob yeah. is working on this with you. Exactly. Which is uh, he actually played bass on another one that didn't make the final cut. I'm still gonna put it out one day, but it was just. But yeah, he so he he's definitely helped me out a lot with. I mean, I listened to those songs, and I was like, man, it's crazy to think that for so long they didn't have those guitar parts in. Like, and I was a pop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. Well, one of them. I mean, that one is kind of your. That's you carry that song. That gets. I mean, ooh, can't wait to hear this. Oh yeah, that one. The he's lying wholeheartedly. No, he's not <laughs> lying. I won't gonna hear this. Eventually. I use my whole heart for nothing I, ever I, in my life, <laughs> ever. Dude, that's crazy. So we're gonna do that with it, and then maybe some licensing things in the future. Yeah. But obviously, artists can get you up in there. If they're in LA, they can get you up all day. Okay. Yeah. You have a studio out there. I'll link all that below. What's the studio called again? Loki Studios. Loki Studios. Yep. Um, freaking wrist. Oh my God, man. This Dude. has been so cool. Long time coming, my Dude, friend. Dude, straight up long time coming, man. Um, uh, good to meet you. It's so you cool. Too, I feel bro. like I should have known you years ago. I you know, cannot believe we don't know I, each other. I just, that blows my mind. Especially from Domino's. That, I don't I was honestly how I didn't meet you. Bro, I feel like I met, maybe you, did meet we've you had at to Steven's cross. one house. We've at had, Steven's house one time or something. Dude, I, did you go to his, any of his parties? I did. You, we had to meet each other. We had to. We I went to really one of them. I went to one for sure. This is probably right before I moved out of high school. Or yeah, yeah. I know I went to one of those. But I, I, I had to match you. Gosh, I want to talk to Stephen. I want to talk to him. Yeah, dude, that's that's literally my best. I've known him longer than anybody, <laughs> as far as a friend is concerned. Um, well, it's like two, probably twenty years. Tell him I said, hey. Definitely will. Yeah, hey, I feel like I need to get back on Facebook just so I can talk to him real he's quick. He's always getting banned for saying stupid shit. <laughs> he <laughs> is. He's always getting banned. Seriously. He's he just, is so much. <laughs> he's a bitch. He's but I love hilarious, him so though. He is very funny. He's so fucking he's funny, very man. Fucking funny, that dude, dude cracks me up. I love Steven to death. Yeah. Um, but dang, dude. Yes, this has been so good. Appreciate I can't wait to listen man. to this uh, project coming out on um, that record label, Insect Records. Yes. Insect Records. Is there a date? Vergosis. Yeah, TBD. Okay, TBD. <laughs> Collabing with Jacoby Bryant, um, a big member of my life. He helped me start this podcast. Finally on this damn show. We'll get Ooh. you by yourself, though. We're, Anytime. We're going to get Jacob just him. We're just going to talk shit. We've been through a lot together, so we have a lot Hell that we can yeah. talk about. Um, but yes, please hit wrist up if you're in L.A. Actually, you mm-hmm. sell beats. 
through the internet you too, so you can you can be anywhere. anywhere in the world. Honestly, that's it. Um, if you want to fly to LA and go to freaking Loki Studios, come on, yeah. Just get in the booth. I might get in the booth. You know what I'm saying? Probably not. But um, bless the booth, please. DJ Soft Serve is my name, but you know. Hey, look, ice cream. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways. Leave the room. Leave. Thank y'all for listening so much. <laughs> Please subscribe to the show. Tell your mom about the show. Support Jacob. Support mother freaking Caleb, aka Wrist. We're in Jacob Beeson Studios right now. Um, and I love him so much. And he's a bitch. He got through it only. He only owes us four dollars. Four dollars. Four dollars. Four dollars. But he yeah. didn't. You could tell he was like not talking for. That's like why he got to chill well, back. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I don't think I can anything. do this. I can't say anything. But guys, enjoy your evening, your morning, wherever you are right now, and much love and goodbye. Yeah.